0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I'm Sean Kiernan, and there's going to be three topics I'm getting into. Preview of March Madness, it was the last regular season game yesterday for most teams. Uh, two conference tournaments ended last night, so I'll get into that. Then I'm going to talk a lot about the Giants' free agency, what's going to happen there, and... The playoff hockey, Chase. It's playoff hockey time, so I'm going to talk about the last two wildcard spots in the East and the battle for the wild cards in the Western Conference as well. Alright, so the first thing, um, like I said, I'm going to get into March Madness. So two out of the 32 tickets have been punched for conference winners. And that was Utah State being San Diego State, 59-56. And then Belmont won their conference championship game. So two tickets were punched there for March Madness. And they were the first two teams to punch their tickets into the tournament. And here are some other big games that happened yesterday. Number 22, Virginia, in the ACC. That was a big game for Louisville. If Louisville would have won this game, they would have had a share of the ACC title. But Virginia got the win at home against number 10, Louisville, 57-54. to Then we got number 11, Creighton, who took down. This was a big game in the Big East. They took down at home. Number 8, St. Hall. Creighton won the game 77-60. to now, I have since Creighton won that game, I have them as a number two seed in this tournament. And another big upset: West Virginia beat number four Baylor at home, 76 to 64. Baylor was the number one team in the country for the most part of this season, and they've fallen off lately and as a, i still have Baylor as a number 1 seed as of right now uh let's see another big game in the big 10 conference number 24 Wisconsin went on the road against Indiana they got a win in a close game 60 to 56 Wisconsin now has a share of the big 10 title by taking down Indiana yesterday okay and as you all know like i said Utah State beat San Diego State and they were the fifth team in the country, 59-56. to 56. That was a conference championship game. And San Diego State is now 30-2 on the season. So that pushes them out of a number one seed and moves them into a number two seed. And the rest of my number one seeds I have is Kansas, who had a win on the road against Texas Tech, 66-62. Kansas is the number one team in the country, so they're definitely getting a number one seed. I have Baylor getting a number one seed. I have Gonzaga and Dayton getting a number one seed as well. I expect Dayton to go really far in this tournament as well. I expect them to see them, I'll say, in the Final Four. I could see them in the Final Four with with Gonzaga for sure. And the other two teams are a mystery team. I have to figure those other two teams out. But I'll let you all know about that when I have my brackets come out and the number two seeds will be San Diego State Creighton, Florida State and Kentucky and that's going to do it for March Madness talk I now I'm moving into playoff hockey so heading into last night the Rangers had the opportunity to trail both the Blue Jackets and the Islanders by one point. So those are the last two wildcard spots there. But the Rangers lost to the Devils. But best part about this is that the Islanders lost. And who actually they're actually on a six-game losing streak right now. And their schedule is just about to get harder as their next three games are on the road against all playoff teams. Vancouver. Calgary, and Edmonton. That's going to be a really rough stretch for the Islanders there. And then with the Blue Jackets, they lost last night in Edmonton. And they have a rough stretch as well. Their next three games. Tonight, they face... They're on the road against Vancouver. Then they come home for two games. They play Pittsburgh, a playoff team. And they're home for Nashville, who's another playoff-caliber team. And they're battle- Nashville's battling... For the two wildcard spots out there in the West, with Winnipeg, Minnesota, teams like that, Vancouver. So it feels like those bunch of teams are like no guarantee to get in as of right now. So it's going to be fun. We're down to 14 games left in the season. The Rangers, two of the 14 games that they have remaining this season is against non-playoff teams. So the Rangers have arguably one of the toughest schedules remaining down the stretch here. The only two teams that they play that aren't in playoff contention is the Buffalo Sabres and the Chicago Blackhawks. So we'll see what happens there. And the Rangers' next three games, they're going to have to take two out of three here. They're on the road for all three games. They're, they're at Dallas Tuesday night. And now this is a back-to-back, so this is going to be even harder. They're at Dallas Tuesday. They're at Colorado Wednesday night. And then Saturday night, they're at... Oh, I forgot about Arizona. They're at Arizona. Another wild card team in that Western Conference that's in the mix still. So the Rangers got to get at least two out of three games there. So we'll see what happens. Now moving on to the Giants free agency. We got defensive end Jadavion Clowney. There's reports that the Giants will throw the bag at him. Which means that he's asking for about $22 million per season. Somewhere around there for a defensive end. And this guy's a little injury prone. So I don't know if I want to give this guy a whole lot of money like that. So apparently there's reports that he wants to be a Giant. And the Giants have some sort of interest in him. But we'll see what happens regarding that. But if he falls out of the price range for the Giants, and I expect that to happen, but you never know with the Giants. Giants have a decent amount of money in cap space. Um, The backup option would be Kyle Van Noy, a former defensive end for the Patriots. And he has a good relationship with new head coach Joe Judge. So I could see that happening. If Clowney doesn't work out. But if Clowney would come to the Giants. That pretty much means that the Giants won't be getting Yannick Nogoku from Jacksonville. And it's really weird too because he wants to be a Giant. But the main question is are the Giants willing to give up a lot of draft comp. Especially what Jacksonville wants. Jacksonville's going to want about probably 2 or 3 picks for him at least. And they have every right to because he's 24 years old. He's not even in his prime yet. Now, Dave Gettleman put the Giants in a really difficult position here regarding another defensive end, Leonard Williams, who's in free agency. He traded for this guy when the Giants weren't even in playoff contention last year. Giants got him before the trade deadline. Now, you're pretty much... We gave up a third-round pick for him. And whatever happens here it could turn into a fourth for the Jets or it could turn into a fifth, How? whatever happens here. But I'll get into that. But what I'm really mad about is that he traded for this guy when the Giants weren't even in playoff contention, gave up a third-round pick in the 2020 draft, that's that's pretty valuable. Now, the Giants won't have that pick, and I just don't understand the move here because now you're going to have to give this guy whatever he wants. And if he wants $14 million per season, you're going to have to give it to him because you traded for him last season for no reason. So Leonard Williams is basically in a position to win here this offseason. And according to Brian Stevens of SNY, he said that a deal for Williams is pretty much done. Giants are just waiting for the start of free agency to sign him. And the start of free agency is March 18th. Waiting for the start of free agency will make the draft picks a third and a fifth. If Williams is signed before free agency, that later pick will turn into a fourth-round pick in 2021. And that's not what we want there. So let's just wait till at least March 18th to sign him. And another priority is re-signing outside linebacker Marcus Golden, who had a career career. Season last year I think he's a must He's not He may ask for a decent amount of money But He was our best defensive player last year So I say that you go Bring back Marcus Golden On a three to four year deal Now to address the secondary You go after the top cornerback And that's Byron Jones The former former Dallas Cowboy Personally The Cowboys Have to address Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper. So Byron Jones is not going back to Dallas there. And the two front runners for him will be the Giants and the Eagles. And now the Giants and Eagles both need a lot of help in the in their secondary. But I feel like Byron Jones' relationship with Jason Garrett may help the Giants end up getting Jones. This offseason. And Byron Jones could get about... I feel like 13 to $16 million per season in that range. That would be a big addition. I will pay him whatever he wants. If he wants $15 million per season, so be it. You do it. He's the top corner and it's that simple. We need some experience out there in the secondary. And the last thing I'm going to address today is for the Giants to sign more linebackers. Because we have, if you definitely resign Marcus Golden, there's one. Ryan Conley recovering from a torn ACL, there's two. And then if we end up drafting Isaiah Simmons, you have three, and he could also play safety. So you have a third linebacker technically, if you end up drafting Simmons there. But some guys in free agency that you could consider is Cordy Littleton, former Ram. Another linebacker is Joe Chaubert, former Cleveland Browns linebacker. There's Blake Martinez, former Green Bay Packer. But the thing with Blake Martinez is that he's not the best in... He's more of a run stopper, but he's not the best linebacker in pass coverage, so... I don't know if I want to pay that guy $10 to $12 million per season for a guy that is not the best pass coverage linebacker. So that's all I have for today. Free agency starts on March 18th, so that's coming up really fast. March Madness is, well, basically is here already. All the madness is going on. We've got conference tournaments coming up on Monday, Tuesday, And throughout the week. And I believe that March. The first round of the tournament. I believe starts on Friday. Which is the 15th I want to say. So until next week. I will see you guys with my brackets. Have a good one.